Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo uh, Club, the Social Club, the Emo Social, all of the above. Club, Club. yes. Uh, Podcast about music, podcast about emo, nostalgia, etc. Merch, talks. Uh, Hanks. video game talks. Um, uh, defending pop punk. Yeah, this episode is with Zachary Ross, uh, originally of Man Overboard, now of Zachary Ross and the Divine, uh, his new band that is coming out with music. Yeah, and, only uh, one single so far. One it's single so very far. Very empty on that Spotify. Yeah, we want to apologize again for uh, blowing up his spot and saying that this band exists before we. <laughs> When we announced we were talking with him, we didn't know that we weren't supposed to yet. But uh, I guess it, like we weren't not supposed to. It wasn't to. too under wraps. Listen, if yeah. you don't specifically say "do not link the like leak this," um, there's no guarantee it. that anybody will. We're gonna leak it. Uh, yeah, and it was an accident. I, but I will say we have accidentally leaked other people's stuff uh, unknowingly. Yeah. High no yeah. P. Yeah, but then I turn around and I go, "It was on purpose because I don't care." I care a lot, actually. Brian I felt likes, really bad. Yeah, but but Brian <laughs> likes to leak stuff too. He's like leak it, and it's like, hey, best. Yeah, we and both then he's do like, that. Oh, shit. Yeah, we yeah. love it when <laughs> bands take the power back for themselves because every band is excited for people to hear the new stuff, and it obviously makes sense to like keep it under wraps and make sure it's right and make sure that like the artist is happy with it before it gets out. But at the same time, we're like, yo, leak it, yo, leak it, yo, leak, leak it. it, give it to us. Action adventure, leak it. <laughs> uh yeah so this is our interview with him we're gonna get into it hot second one hot second but before we got to do that we need like a couple of cool minutes uh to tell you that if you like this podcast if you like uh zach if you like man overboard if you like divinity Us. uh divinity yeah and the divine <laughs> If you like divinity, do you? If you like divinity and everything that encompasses mm-hmm. that, you should rate us should five like stars yeah. on your favorite or your least favorite podcasting app, or all of them. Five stars, a little bit of comment if you feel like it. You know, not a long comment. You don't. As a you don't, treat. You don't have to. You know, a couple of words, couple of couple of nice thumbs up emojis. That's all we really need in this or, world. Or like some fire emojis. Those are always Ooh, fire emoji. Real fire sick. Emoji. Yeah, just yeah. drop them in there. That would just make us feel really good. It helps to get the podcast out to more people, which then helps uh, Zach Ross and the Divine be heard by more people. So it's like it's kind of like a cyclical thing, you know, like, yeah, help us to help him to help you to help them to help us. And that's how it works. Maybe, though, maybe you're like, hey, man, I got a problem and I got to tell you about it. Well, you can find us on Twitter (laughs) at X. So then it's my problem. It is. If you have a problem, you know where to go, and that's Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can find us there at X Emo Social Club X. You can also find us on TikTok at the same. 
And you can find us on Instagram at email social club. And don't bring your problems there because you're probably talking to me and I don't so feel bring like it there. With it. And then it'll also be both of us at once. Yo, and then it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Chat. Every time <laughs> we're, I'm, we always say in these intros, like, yeah, talk to Lizzie on Twitter, talk to Brian on Instagram. And then like a friend of ours will message the emo social club account. And all of a sudden it's a three way conversation <laughs> of two people. And it's like, Lizzie, get out of here. They think I'm you. <laughs> No, they don't. When are you calling anybody bestie? Not Never. derogatory. Derogatorily. <laughs> Every time. I don't need to add parentheses. It's derogatory if I'm saying it's it. It's not. It's passive aggressive and derogatory you know. every time. Uh, make you a pin that says it. You'll have to wear it all the time. Not derogatory. That would actually. Dude, That'd if I had funny. a pin that said bestie non-derogatory. Okay. All right. They're coming soon. Coming soon to merch store near you. We're coming up with ideas in the intro now. We don't even have to wait until the episode to come up with Isn't merch that crazy, ideas. Besties? It's happening this is how things in work. the intro. This is product innovation, I think. Product innovation. Yeah. Uh, you should also just be following us on all of those things. We've we've done a few things recently, like uh, live events, uh, some some fun little shows with friends, some fun events throughout the city. Uh, so you, you want to make sure you're following us over there to know when this stuff is announced, when it comes up. Get some ticks, get some uh, pics, get some ticks, see some pics, follow us on get Instagram. Get some vids. That was, <laughs> that was not great. You tried it. No, it I stand by that one. Mm -mm. Buy mm -mm. some ticks, see some pics, follow us on Instagram. That is not, that is the catchphrase now. That is what we say. You can also watch these episodes of the podcast as YouTube videos. YouTube.com slash email social club. Do a quick little searchy search to find and us. And you can see the visual aspect of it. If you yeah, like you can see, see how mad Lizzie is in her eyes and not just her voice <laughs> at yeah. the things that I say. It's really just like me looking at Brian one-on-one -on -one and be like, yo, what's what's going on here? Like, think Dear, of like virtual reality, but you're yeah. Brian looking down at me because he's so tall and then me mm. yelling at him. And you'd be like, it's a feeling. <laughs> uh, All right. Well. With that, let's just let's just you know get into it, bestie. Pop off. Let's just let's just you know get the let's let's go ahead and defend some pop punk with uh with 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 Zach of uh, Zachary Ross and the Divine and Man Overboard. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian, and I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friend and your probably friend as well uh zachary ross of zachary ross and the divine and formerly also well, still as man overboard as well so welcome so much dude like we thank appreciate you. hanging with you thank you guys for having me i appreciate being had <laughs> appreciate being had we Happy are to be here we we i mean obviously man overboard uh is just one of those those names that's been in the scene for a while but uh we should probably let, let's get into your new band first and give a little bit of sure. some information about Zachary Ross and Divine. And I'm sure we'll, we'll talk a bit more about Man Overboard. Uh, but yeah. let's let's make sure we, we plug this new band, which I guess uh, we're so sorry we announced it on Twitter. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. It's that's don't be sorry. I never really I was doing it. I was like talking about it and showing it off on Instagram and um, going like I was even going live on Instagram and being like playing songs oh. and being like, <laughs> no and being like, this is my new band. Listen to it. <laughs> like, so I just really hadn't like I knew that I just had to say something because my if if, you, if people, I don't know, only followed me on Twitter, then they would probably be like, huh? Mm -hmm. So no, but it's cool. It's all good. It's all good, baby. <laughs> 
There we go. So, so where did uh, where the inspiration come from? What is it? Who? I mean, aside from you, who is divine? Uh, who is divine with you? Uh, all the good uh, <laughs> parts. Of yes, it. Um, it's it's me and my, a lot of my friends from this area. My bass player Travis. He uh, sings in a ska band. You should check out a ska punk band if people are into that type of thing, like No Effects, Screeching Weasel, that type of thing. And they're called the Bad Ups from Pennsylvania. Um, and my guitar player's name is Kane, and he actually sings in a pretty well-known uh, death metal band called Vomit Forth. Um, <laughs> and he's the lead singer. Yeah, he's the lead singer of Vomit Forth. So if anybody, um, some people may have heard of them, and he's playing guitar with me. And then we have our buddy Jason, who's a little younger than us, playing drums. And this is kind of his first, like, real deal thing. Um, and uh, it's just that... Not everybody in Man Overboard has the, understandably, has the time, you know, in life right now to do a, a band full time. And I want to do a band full time. <laughs> so it's all good. That. And um, so I found some guys that were interested in doing that with me and went out and we bought uh, out a record label and all the infrastructure and everything that Man Overboard had back in place, to be honest with you, and just you know, keep the same engine, swap face plates, and be like, this is <laughs> this is it now, and we try to get this get this train rolling again, to be honest, you know? It's like there's no, no there's not like there's drum. no... Yeah, it's not like there's no... Yeah, the, the head on the front of it. Yeah. There's no... <laughs> it's not... It, it has no bearing on Man Overboard. It's simply... This I would be doing something else right now and like waiting to to between man overboard things I would be doing something else right now and I'd rather be doing this you know I just want a band I just you know that's what I want to do so that's what it is I tried <laughs> I tried I tried to be in normal quote unquote I tried for a couple of years to fit in a little more I think with like society or whatever not to sound so like insane and cliche but like i really <laughs> did and then you know just like it's 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 like i feel like it's a super like a, the oldest story in the book i was just like it's not this isn't me so i need to make a new band and then here we are nice yeah. it all came together and i mean like we kind of said too like um we kind of put it out on Twitter because it wasn't on Twitter, but you've been playing lives of some of your new songs that you have coming out. Yeah. And you have one coming out on the 24th this week, mm -hmm. A Light Over Massachusetts. So yeah. can you tell us a little bit about it more? Of course. Um, happy to. Uh, well, that song in particular is actually um, like kind of like a tribute to my friend or Tim. who played guitar in transit, Tim Landers. He passed away years ago he's probably like my closest friend to me that ever died so like it like it threw me through a loop uh wrote that song about it so that's that's the deal with that song i want to pay tribute to my friend and um i think it's a good song um for us to start with as far as singles go because i felt like we all felt like it sounded kind of like half like a man overboard song but also like with a little bit of like the new elements we are trying to throw into the mix are getting introduced a little bit. So it's like a nice middle ground for people. I feel like if, if, you know, if 
if you if if people have been waiting quote unquote for new man overboard or have been l supporting me since man overboard and stuff i don't want to come at you with something that sounds like crazy and like <laughs> upside down and not what you're expecting i'm never going to like I, it's never going to sound like that but i especially don't want to give like get too nuts on the first my first real single in like a few years you know i wanted it to be something that man overboard fans would like and i think it uh like I felt confident about that with that with this one, yeah. When, I mean, obviously, like genre-wise, and and coming in with new members of a band and new influences over time. Um, obviously, you were in Man Overboard for a long time, and I'm sure you were excited to try some different genre uh, styles and different different vibes and different feelings. And that, what kind of like excited you musically, like doing something new for this project? Uh, really, just to be completely honest with you guys, it's funny because I'm on the emo social club, but it was not having to, you know, <laughs> it was not, it was not, it was that I wasn't writing for a band with, with, with pop punk written on our shirt. It was that, <laughs> you know, I mean, it would defend pop punk. Like it wasn't that these, that kind of, I could shed that a little bit, mm. you know, and not have to. Frankly, I don't care if the, some people have been asking me what's it sound like, what's it sound like, and I've been like, it sounds like me or it sounds like Man Overboard, but like it's not really that like punk. Like I don't like it's still like I think it's catchy and poppy and melodic and it's rock based music, it's guitar based, and it's like I sing about like girls and stuff like I do, and it's very me, but I don't know how like punk it is really mm. you know what i mean so i think it was like what inspired me was like honestly what inspired me was listening to music that i that i loved when i was a child like guns and roses and stuff mm. because that's not what it sounds like at all but that's what ins <laughs> that's what the inspo overall that's what yeah. inspired me just being like man you could be yourself or like you could structure it like this or if you want your guitar to sound like that it, it can sound like that that's cool could, you can have this drum beat you know stuff like that yeah it feels like uh music now i mean like i have not escaped the the kate bush running up that hill song since stranger things premiered and like it's still just like everywhere to me like i I browse instagram for like five minutes and i'm like dude now it's stuck in my head again but it's like that yeah. song which is you know an 80s song or, or or however old it is covered by a bunch of different artists like years ago and now is like people are going to be influenced by kate bush today <laughs> And it's mm -hmm. like, I feel like there's just so much room now where the influences of like uh, a lot of people's childhoods, a lot of ages ago, people who are hearing music for the first time from that era. It's like, yeah, I can just kind of do whatever I want and add it to any yeah. genre of music now. I I think that's like in vogue right now, having that mindset like I, and I back it. And uh, but I think being like a purist or whatever is like cool. Too. Like I'm not knocking. And someone was like, you know, we're making a pop punk band, and that's like what we are. And every song is like fast, and um, it's 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 always like really loud and blah blah blah. And we never have any you know, like chill parts or anything like too emotional or anything. Like we're like skater boy. I think anything's cool being dedicated to like 
a specific genre if people do want to like put themselves in a little in a round hole like a pet you know what i mean i do think that's cool i really do if mm-hmm. like anything if you came up to me and you were like yo we're a country band strictly i'd be like <laughs> i'd be like that's awesome like you you rule like your conviction rules i just don't think that's i that's never been how i saw my career going with a guitar which is it's like we made man overboard made these defend pop punk shirts and all of a sudden i was the pop punk guy but like i don't that's I really think of I just think of myself as a, someone who's going to write like romantic music with a guitar that's like rock kind of you know that's how I've always thought of myself I think Man of War was like a pop punk band and we really leaned into like our punk influences a lot but I never I don't want to be in my 30s touring or for records that like um I want. I don't want to write songs that sound like I'm 22 anymore, and they're not going to. And I don't want to pretend like I'm that age anymore. You know, I don't want to like cosplay as a 22 punk guy forever. I really don't. I want. I really don't. And I think people like me more if I don't. Like we call that have, growth. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I have growth. some. I have something else. Like I have something else that it, that I I really want to offer. You know, so it's like being able to like maybe most like that's like ninety nine percent mental. But making the new band was sweet because that mental hill got like conquered. You know. I think like we hear that a lot though is that people will come back with new music and it'll be like not even that wildly different. But then everybody will be like, this isn't the original, whatever it is. And yeah. there are bands, like you mentioned, are like, yes, I'm like strictly pop punk. I'm strictly indie, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, we have this argument a lot with like these kind of like staple bands. Like when Paramore came out with After Laughter, when My Camp came out with Danger Days, everybody was like, oh, what is this? When Fall Out Boy came out with their post hiatus, everyone was like, what is this? I don't like it. But it's like, these are these people growing up and doing all these different things. And doing something that they want to do rather than playing into stuff that they did when they were younger. I agree. And I think sometimes people don't realize that had had this band done the other thing, had they done what these people are suggesting in that, it wouldn't be good. You wouldn't like it. It would be awkward. It'd be weird because that we can there, those bands are out there and it's awkward. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, it's just like, trust us. I constantly think like there's a lot of bands. Some bands have commented on it. Like I've heard Kenny from uh, the starting line comment on it on stage where he's like, dude, I can't sing songs I wrote when I was 17 anymore. It's just, my voice has changed. But then like Jonathan Davis of Corn is constantly like I was bullied in high school. Here's my band. I'm 45 years old and I name my kid pirate. Like every yeah. word you're saying doesn't make any fucking sense Johnny 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 Daves like I think, what the fuck I think there's like a I think there's like a middle ground where like with Kenny I totally understand what he's like I understand why his band vacationer sounds wide does like mm-hmm. I understand why it's so wildly different like what he's saying because he's not the same dude like nobody you two aren't nobody's the same person they were at that age nobody is and thank god but i think it's like a middle ground i'm saying for me personally i would never go as far as to say i don't want to be up here singing songs i wrote when i was 17 i wrote love your friends die laughing by man overboard when i was like 18 yeah i don't i would just go as far as to say 
I don't want to. I don't want that. I don't want to spend my whole set in my 30s playing songs I wrote when I was 17. Sure. I would like you guys to also like some songs I wrote when I was 20, 29, 30, <laughs> 31, 32. That would be cool to to yeah. also know the words to that one. But I mean, never be like, hey, that song's old. You guys got to get with the program. <laughs> that not that that's what he's doing, but you know what I mean. I think there's a middle ground. I think if you have if you wrote something a long time ago, it's and everybody loves it, then you should play it every night, and you probably will play it every night forever. And furthermore, you're really lucky to have a song like that. A lot of bands would kill, but um, it's just. But I. But there's also like I want to. I don't want to. That was just like episode. That was just like the first few episodes of you gotta watch my show. There's another season. <laughs> like keep watching. You know what I mean? But like the, the plot, it's not over. It's like not I'm over. in season four of Game of Thrones, but yeah, I'm never gonna like, reach my on. season eight. You know yeah, because it sucked really bad. Yeah, we're not doing that. This is what so we do here we... in the emo social club: is give Game of Thrones takes. Mainly just Brian. I think he's the only one who's watched it. I'm ready to. Looking for some new music? The club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week. Friends of the Pod Rivals are back with another girl gang anthem with their song Dangerous. I am a god in human flesh. I am a woman with no regrets. Does that make me dangerous? Looming are finally back, and they have their new single, Burn Bridges Final.mp3, that you can check out. And brand new friends of the pod, Armor for Sleep, are back after a quite long hiatus of putting out music with their new song, How Far Apart. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. So does that mean that whenever you possibly if you do go back on tour you, we can hear a selection of new music and man overboard like songs or would it just be well we're definitely going to be like touring and i think that i like i think that eventually the divine will get to a point where there's like no there's not um i, I could see me like sneaking a acoustic man overboard song in here or there giving the band a break um but beyond that there's it turns into a thing where I feel weird without them. It turns into that where it's like doesn't almost doesn't feel right to me to a degree. Like some stuff would, you know. Like I said, if I I could see myself busting out like that song "Love Your Friends Die Laughing" with an acoustic guitar, and let everybody in my band go drink water, and get a little <laughs> break and stuff. But it's like I said, it's like I've been saying. I would like to. You know, ideally for me, there would be, I would do that and there would be a portion of the crowd that's like, what is that song? I don't know this song. I just listened to The Divine. I'm like too young to know this song. Or I just don't, that's not my world. You know what I mean? That would be nice. But I have, but it's like I said, I'll always appreciate and never have a problem like uh, honoring or playing the stuff that I've done that people are fans of, I'm grateful for. 
But then it's also like, you don't want to, we do want to do Man Overboard stuff still. And we do want to play shows together and stuff. So I don't want to like suck all the air out of that, you know, at all. On your, uh, on your Instagram, you had posted like, obviously the pandemic two years into a two week little break, two week pause of playing among us and, uh, never seeing our friends again. But yeah. uh, now that COVID is over, this is all a joke. Everything I'm saying right now is a joke. Please don't come <laughs> for me. But uh, like now that it's it's, you know, obviously you're focusing on this new band. And I know that like the the 10 year anniversary thing never happened. But uh, I don't know what you are feeling about that now or if you have any different opinion on it. But uh... I don't have a different I mean. I am still bummed that COVID got in the way of it happening. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's given me a, it's given me an opportunity to do this stuff with the new band. That's for sure. I, I don't see, I don't think that, um, uh, it's what we would be doing right now. Anyway. Um, it's just that like ever, uh, there's a couple guys in our band who, you know, their children are at critical years of their lives where you, anyone, myself included, would really want to be there for them mm-hmm. as much as possible. Um, and then on top of that, there's, like, professional ventures and stuff. For me, it's a band, but there's other people that... It might not be a band, but they, they have other things that they're trying to get done for themselves, going out for them in the world, you know? So I don't know if if it would... If it's like they would... They get in the way of each other, the Divine and Man Overboard, really, at all. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing with the Divine is kind of like, it's if I, it's my schedule, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so like it, it's not. I don't really have to, um, you know, if make it work with with a bunch of people in the same way that I have to do with Man Overboard, you know. So, meaning if Man Overboard, if all the guys in Man Overboard's magically schedule got cleared and they said, Zach, let's do something, blah 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 blah. I could go, okay, like we will. I'll just make sure that the divine doesn't have to do anything that week, unless it's already done. But yeah. they would never, they would never, they know how bands and schedules work. So oh, yeah. everything, should, everything should be fine. It's kind of the way that a lot of artists are feeling now is like, and obviously your name is is there on the project. So it's, it's your project, you know, but uh, a lot of bands just seem to be more based in like one person. And it's like one person making music and putting together other artists behind them to work with and collaborate off of. But like, it's more based on your art, your creation, and then you can bring out whoever you want on tour rather than being like a four piece band where everybody has their feeling or, or, or however many people are in it. Yeah. I think I about that a to say lot of Slipknot people... and I'm like, no, that's too many people. <laughs> it's too many, it's too much going nah. on in Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think that a lot of that has to do with computers and like right like home recording mm-hmm. and the availability of people getting better at recording stuff at home and being able to make something completely on their own. Whereas in the eighties and nineties, you you could, could never just like make a acceptable recording for people to listen to entirely on your own unless you had a studio of your own. But now anybody can. I think in my case, it's just like I had made all these. I made so many bands in my life and projects and stuff that for me like it was originally just going to be called Zachary Ross like when I got we'd signed um to Smart Punk Records and it was just like as far as they were concerned it's like Zachary Ross that was just the name of the band and the contract had been signed and I was in the studio recording and I like texted Matt 
who's the manager of the label and i was like i want like a band name like it was that like late and i was like i want it to be like my friends i want like to bring my friends to be in the band and have it be i, th I was like you know like nick cave and the bad seeds or hmm. uh you know now i can't think of any but there's like there's like a million but obviously everybody knows what i mean that's like the most classic template for like a band name for like you know what i mean such and such and the so-and-sos you know and um which would actually was, be a great uh, band name <laughs> such and yeah, such and the so-and-sos yeah so i was like i would be i wanted to be like that and um they were like that's cool so it kind of happened organically with me but that's because i do feel kind of uncomfortable and i do feel kind of weird having it having it just be zachary ross that was a little strange to me it just didn't feel, felt weird. It felt naked. <laughs> it felt yeah. like you just didn't have your homies with you when they were it's, really with you. You felt like when we added and the divide, because it was the see these guys were going to be in the band like anyway. You know what I mean? Like the people that are touring with me were going to tour with me. The people that came to the studio with me were coming anyway. They were to, down to be in a band called Zachary Ross. They were fine. They were like, it's fine. It's cool. Um, but when I, when we put when we had when we added the divine i felt like this is my I've, this is my final form <laughs> you know what i mean it was I just like what, like yeah like in a <laughs> in a movie it like oh, the last but like a superhero looks at himself but he does the finishing touch on his uniform before mm. in the mirror you know what i mean and you're like shit yeah that was it that was <laughs> that was it like that was it now that's it, what now it like mwah, that's what it is let's go yeah, it was just like a, a feeling of that, you know? I can imagine, like, being a band that, like, everybody gets on Panic! the Disco for being Brendan Urie, and it's like, yeah, the, the name is Panic! the Disco, though. Like, it's still a band. Yeah. There's still people on stage. Like, it's... I, sure. I, I don't know why we, we found this, like, definition and said it is unchangeable and it is... It, like, there is no difference. There, there, or there, there has to be a strict convention of what a band is how it is named how it is labeled and like when you're seeing them live it has to look like this and it's like yeah. cool, we did everything else with like genre but we haven't figured out how to just look at multiple people on stage and understand like what the band is called it's so weird yeah it's like dashboard confessionals chris mm -hmm. caraba or if um or say Brand Brandon Yuri. Okay, let's just say it was that. Let's say Panic was just like a dude with a banjo, and that was it. He wants it to be called Panic at the Disco, and it's his art. So get over it. If I made a movie, it's called what I say it's called. You know what I mean? Maybe we just need to have you aggressively tell people that yeah. to accept certain no, things. No, you don't. You don't. I think I could. I think a lot of people like. I think I have takes that people will agree with. But I, I'm too abrasive of with, uh, to, like, have a platform where I'm giving them all the time. I'm this, too mean. This I mean, could be you, a YouTube I, series yeah. of Zachary Ross it feels like you're and the Divine the being abrasive towards hot takes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't even, yeah. I get too, uh, too worked up a little bit. <laughs> that, that's, uh, you know, sometimes that's content. That's just like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. And also, it's uh, in many ways, not that I think we need a lot of music takes that are agitative propaganda, mm. but I'm also like, dude, I get so fucking tired of people talking on Twitter and just like having 
having these thoughts where they're just like, um, it's not a band, sweaty. And it's like, dude, shut up. Sweaty. You're, you're 14 years Ugh. old with an iPhone. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, calm down. <laughs> well, and then there's also part of me, too, that's like, well, if I was, I try to think, I try to be fair. I try to think like at least a 14 year old for at least like a minute. And then I would go like, well, it's not my fault. This is me if I was 14 in 2022. Hearing, hearing us, I would go, it's not my fault your old ass didn't have Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and shit when you were 14. Sorry we got to express ourselves and you couldn't. Sorry you had to draw your feelings on a notebook when I have to and inside your locker and nobody cared and I have and I have 3000 followers and I'm not even in ninth grade yet. That's what I would have been like. I was a pretty mean little kid so like That's pretty mean bullying there's, there's part of me that'd be like if a kid said that to me i would be like damn i just got owned yeah. <laughs> l plus so, ratio plus owned on the internet yeah so it's like i don't know i guess my point is like i'm thankful that i didn't have the internet at that age because i think i do see a lot of stuff because i'm like oh geez but like it's gonna be the norm so like so someone closer to our age wants to go when you're older you know, you're reading that and you're going to cringe. You're going to make yourself cringe. But, like, honestly, the truth is, like, nah. Because when they're older, everyone their age has the cringe posts. <laughs> it's it's It'll be really normal to mm -hmm. look back on your own stuff and be like, man, I was an idiot. I just don't have the evidence of it. I know I was there mentally. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all shit. remember Tumblr 2014, okay? We all know yeah. we were in our peak cringe phase. Yeah, right. it's like you had one. It's okay. I was a reader, so not a they, writer. And they, ha they have one, too. It's just sometimes I, I wish I didn't have to read it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Like, this is all, you know, when your parents are ever like, you know, oh, well... When you're my age, you're going to, you know, feel this way about it. It's like, you don't have any idea how I'm going to feel when I'm your age because life hasn't stayed the exact same from, yeah, from your changes. age to my age. Like, let's just accept that, like, everybody's on their own journey and you can be like, I, I feel firmly OK having really strong, aggressive, opinionated takes on the dumbest nonsense on the Internet. That seems well, yeah. exactly appropriate. Anything that does not directly like, man, I do not care for Fall Out Boy's post hiatus stuff, and I'm gonna let everybody know. And it's like, yeah, man, because nobody gives a, a shit about you. Because <laughs> it's a real, that's a friendly conversation, though. Yes, yeah, you, know you what can I mean? be angry about that and have a good talk. And I'm not gonna look exactly. back at that yeah. in ten years. I mean, years I do cringe. that with Brian all the time. I always we just argue about it, and that's okay. Yeah. No, I think that I, I think I, I see trends online of. I don't know if it's like band takes and stuff. I think some people will get a little older and be like, I may have been oversharing for like mm. four straight fucking years. Like I, <laughs> I, I hit that point and it was, a, it, it, it's like an age thing. And that's why I'm glad I didn't have it even younger. Yeah. To be honest, but it's just like I just said. That's me. I always try to keep a mentality of, of a young person in every single situation I'm in. So, like I said, if you, like it's it's everything becomes normal. If if I'm 15 right now, yeah, I post every single thought of mine on Twitter. 90% of them are cringe, and guess what? So does the next kid, and 90% of his are too, and so is the next kid, and 90% of his are too. And no, no, why? Because we're 15. <laughs> it's just we didn't have we didn't. We, I didn't have 
Twitter at 15. You know what I mean? So I get, I try, I get it. You know, it's all good. All I had was really MySpace all good. bulletins. Yeah, my I, had, I, had a, my, I had MySpace. Yeah, and I'm sure that I was a joke. Mm-hmm. If I could look at it now, and I thought I was hot shit. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know, and I'm sure I wasn't. Or maybe I was. <laughs> You know I mean, I mean? Like, it's literally impossible to it's find a guessing out because game. of my We will never know. Yeah. yeah. You cannot yeah. find that out. Thanks, thanks Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really dropping the ball here, Mr. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that teenagers have gotten any more or less anything. And as the years have gone on, I just think that the people who aren't teenagers, their window into the teenage mind has gotten so much larger and clearer. Mm-hmm. That adults way more than they used to be are like, what the hell? These kids, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. When it's like, yeah, because it's like right there laid out for everyone on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't I have feel- to like drive past the school and look at this yard and be like, what are they wearing? That's like what the 80s were like. <laughs> oh, no. Like. What were these pants? That's that's not good to do in, in any way. Just don't, just, yeah. If you're an well, adult, no, don't go to complain around no. school. Yeah, no, yeah, don't, I mean, don't, like don't punk, go to like, where teenagers are and hang out with them to try to be cool no, that's i'm a saying like a crotchety <laughs> like an old lady who in the 80s or 90s is looking at a boy with like studs and green hair and she's like ew like people like what is that freak and like people just like see more now mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean people see more in a way it kind of sucks because everything's less edgy and nothing is shocking <laughs> yeah i can't make any old ladies mad anymore you can't. <laughs> my looks and my when I was a kid, colors. when I was a kid, if you had your hands or your neck tattooed, it meant you were a badass. And mm-hmm. now it means it means you're like a chef, I think, or a barber. What? Uh, you what are one hundred percent a bartender or a chef or a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> you work yeah. in the service industry because you have hand tattoos. Yeah, which is yeah. But so you're like the best like, at it. Yeah, it's all good. All my friends have hand and neck tattoos, so I'm 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 just playing. But like uh. Yeah, but you see what I mean? Everything's, like, chiller now. Everything's okay mm-hmm. now. Everything's okay. I guess I'm not complaining about that, but it takes the fun out of stuff a little bit when it comes to, <laughs> oh, no. when it comes to art. Yeah. You know, when it comes to art. It makes see, it easier to, like, integrate with stuff. I mean, I know at least at my work, I came in, and they were like, oh, you can't miss one of my employees. They're like, oh, she has pink hair. And I'm like, I literally have purple hair. What are yeah. you saying? And they looked at me, and I'm like, do you want to say it again? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm, I can't. You can't miss her. She's got pink hair. It's like, oh, whoa. But, what do we um, do? Wow, wait. Hold on. Let me get my sunglasses. <laughs> I, I might go blind checking this broad out. Like, it's insane, but but that's the thing. It's not like that anymore. That's prob- mm-hmm. That was probably, like, a little bit slightly older person who said that to you, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, deaf. You know, so people, which is cool. Obviously, I'm not complaining that the world is more open-minded. Just yes. like I said, it makes it a little more dif- difficult sometimes to do something cool when it comes to art, I think. You know? I, I mean, I feel like you and I are probably a, of a similar generation, a similar age, and I am constantly fighting the urge to tell every kid that I run into to get off my lawn as though I own every lawn. I don't even have no. a lawn. Just get I think off. we're of the same age, but, but yeah. I don't do Yeah. I'm not concerned with the lawn. Though. <laughs> right. I just like, I, I feel like there's a part of me that like had people look at me when I was younger, when I was like definitely less edgy than I am currently at 35. Yeah. I feel way edgier than I was when I was like 19, 20, like just, 
fresh out of college just trying to find myself and like people were just like i don't want to talk to that guy with a nose piercing and long hair and it's like well yeah because in a way you are you you you're uh if you if you guys do a podcast right and that's like your main thing then that's not that's alternative that's not like really what most people do for like a, an income or a job or any or anything at all for like you know what i mean so you so but doing your own thing and being creative at like 24 is like normal yeah when when you're still sticking to your guns about something in your 30s it is weirder it is edgier <laughs> you are weirder you're right like don't you want a job and a house it's like i can't afford no. a house none of Even us can, have uh, can own a house in you're this like, economy i literally Selling. don't want one <laughs> get out of my face yeah uh, like, but, uh, it's, it's true i just I, but um i never i've never um felt in some ways i i feel myself get older but it's just like smarter and less less like my, my emotions are more controlled but i don't mm. feel any i don't feel in the classic and the stereotypical ways that people say they're feeling old i don't i feel the edge is only getting, the blade is only getting sharper to be honest <laughs> with you do you feel so, more because because this is what I, like i don't tell anybody like oh you'll change like this part of your personality but the older i get the less the less shits i have to give about literally anything like yeah. somebody feels very passionate about something that to me is like that doesn't mean anything it doesn't matter i just am like very quick to just go who cares like just me too. who cares that's what it is. i think we learn what we what to what to give a shit about and what to not to give a shit about you get a little better at picking your battles you know mm -hmm. like in every sense of the word and, and with like caring about something like you said with exerting energy because you might not like someone's opinion or because you disagree with they just with, with like what they just said literally just going i'm and it's not even being like no girl i'm not giving you the energy <laughs> like it's some big th it's like being like no, it took no effort for me. I have no interest in giving you the energy. Like what? Right. Giving you the energy? What? It was not. It was not. It was. It was a reef. It was second nature for me to not give you the energy. I naturally <laughs> ignored you. Yeah. That's how like you knew like you grew up a little because you were coming at me with some bullshit, not because like I'm a bad person. Right. Who's not listening to you? Because you were coming at me with some bullshit, and I think that when I noticed that stuff, I think that's like getting a little bit older for me. You know, yeah, that's a thing. That's why I tell everybody like, getting uh -huh. older is fucking awesome. Like, dude, I have so much more mental time. Like, just <laughs> like I like my body more than I ever have. Mm -hmm. Straight up, I really do. Like uh, more than I did like in high school and stuff. I like I am very comfortable in a lot of ways that, and I was always like a pretty cocky kid. But I've I'm comfortable in ways that. I'm a different kind of confident, I think, because it was like misplaced, fake, false confidence mm -hmm. when I was like a teenager. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like, yeah. like a front, you know? <laughs> yeah. Where now it, it doesn't. It's like, oh no, I like love myself. So like, I have a different type of like, I, I think a different type of energy, you know? But yeah, it, I, that I'm happy with, and I, that definitely happened between like between Man Overboard and my new band. That did not happen during man overboard i did i had it i did not grow during man overboard i did not grow yeah. do you feel like in the scene before like warp tour and 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 those kinds of like bigger fests and it back in the day like with the punk rock scene and uh the emo scene and all that like do you feel that it was basically just a rolling frat house of like a bunch of kids that were learning and growing like 
in in an environment that is not maybe as conducive to growing as it should have been yeah i think that a lot of kids though who were as like yeah but i think that's on the individual like if i put a if i put a if i put drugs in front of you did i did i shoot you up with them or did you put it in your arm like kind of like that like was it conducive to us doing to growing up no but the, like i know my failures and my shortcomings were on me and they weren't on like or they, like the surroundings I was in where the say I was hanging out on someone's bus and some situation no matter what it was with drugs or people or something that I shouldn't have been involved in I went there I could have been on another I bet you the bus next door they were just playing Smash Bros or something <laughs> you know what I mean and I could I could have gone there like I think it does <laughs> like I don't I guess I'm saying yeah there was a lot of trouble to get into but I, I don't think that people should use it as a cop-out if they had a, especially if especially checkered record, we'll call it, because of Warp Tour and things like that, I don't think you can blame the tour. Mm -hmm. I don't think, not at all. I agree. You can say, there's some simple, simple questions you can ask people, you know, how old are you? Um, stuff like that. <laughs> if you really want to talk about, like, like, I'll be real, that's why people get in trouble, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and you cannot be an asshole to people and stuff like i think that i did my fair share of partying and and like quote unquote bad boy shit but i don't think i hurt many people in mm -hmm. the process and i'm not like and, I, and most people didn't you know so most people are good people I, I believe that with like the world i believe that with this with the sample of the population of guys backstage or girls backstage at warp tour i believe that with people in general most people are good so there were some people who had like, you know, some, there were bad people because you have a bunch of bands. So you have so many artists together. There's bad people, you know, just like any gathering of people, there's going to be bad people. So I think that bad people on Warped Tour were in a position to do bad things easily. And then I think that good people were chilling. Like a lot of them, I have many great like friendships and stuff where we did nothing wrong besides get like fucked up. Yeah, we met girls and stuff, but they were... The, my age and they were older than me and they were or they were you know and people were single and things people were on a level were behaving like adults you know yeah. what i mean yeah always so it does and that's happen. what yeah it happens <laughs> most of the time you don't <laughs> you don't because it's not news so you don't hear yeah. about oh guess what happened on like uh, i don't know guess what happened on so-and-so's bus tonight what what their friends came over and and Dude. they and they and they smoked a bong and and watched a movie and one of them met a girl and tomorrow he's gonna text her because he got her phone number. Yeah, wow, look at that. And they yeah, might like even that's... like go out on a date. Yeah, no like way. it's not. Just has oh, to make sure she's one of the the Midwest girls though. Make sure it's in yes. line with your criteria yeah. first, yeah. and then yeah. then maybe go on the date. Yeah. yeah, it's just you guys get what I mean. They're like, yeah, Warped Tour yeah, was nuts. Don't get me wrong, but like there was tons of situations I got myself out of or would never have. There was there's like I'm like you know you walk past. There's so many bands. You walk. I remember my walking around with people and seeing another group of people and. It's like high school. You you get a yeah. vibe. You you're like I would never hang out with them. They're into something I don't want to be involved <laughs> with, or something like on some level. You know, so I just think that like a lot of kids who got on that tour, who got into trouble, probably were going to get in trouble, and that tour just like a uh, little expedited it a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. gave them yeah. the freedoms. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, any tour was going to give them the freedoms. I'm not putting that on Kevin Lyman or anyone. Right, right of course. Any tour where they were playing for people were gonna, was going to give them the freedoms. Yeah, especially yeah. when you are that young. And, you yeah. know, if you're just turning 18 or you're still in high school or you're just getting into college or even just out of college, you're most likely probably still within your range of your family home or living within the home or with family members or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh, man, I'm gone for the summer or for like a month or something, you're like, no rules, no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And it's a lot of that, too. Like, uh, it was like a lot of. I think a lot of people who couldn't handle their life on a thing like Warp Tour were less experienced touring, honestly. It's like the kid, you know, when you first move into the dorms, it's the kid who obviously has never gone to a party until now. Mm-hmm. It was like wasted, who didn't do any cool stuff in high school and is getting all out of his system for the first time now. You know, there's like a lot of that energy around 2012 Warp Tour. There was a lot of that energy with a lot of bands. You know, and I feel personally and, attacked by your words right now, but it's. Oh, uh, I, was uh, say, uh, I am also. I'm the kid. I'm the kid saying like, "Yo, come to my dorm. I'm playing Smash Brothers. I'll fucking take you down." Like, no, dude. but that kid's that kid. You're the kid. That's cool. You're not gonna get in any trouble. They should. People should hang out with you. Like, I've been saying that but then now that i'm older i'm like please don't hang out with me please please i think uh, there's a level of uh, excitedness around around that time with those bands and we were all a lot of us we're talking about 2012 i was the age of um i was college aged so man overboard it's not just warped or like man overboard would play colleges and i would disappear because I didn't have a girlfriend and this whole street is sorority houses, mm-hmm. but I'm like 21. So it was like nothing. I wasn't like, you know what I mean? It was, no, I, was, the age, age, I yeah. was the age of the kids that were supposed to be there. So there was a lot of that, you know? And I think it was like, and then a lot of just a lot of like normal stuff, at least for our band. That was like the crazy for me. I'm speaking for me. Cause a lot of them were like with the women they're like uh, married to already when we were mm-hmm. that young, but I wasn't, um for a while i was single of it and running around but my point is that like you can run around and not have not wreck lives bro (laughs) and be be super normal yeah like like, you can have a good time be chill and not ruin lives it's a really crazy concept it's actually pretty simple because i'm not trying to sound high and mighty that's the only reason i say it like i'm not like some angel at all but like i'm not a monster either (laughs) you could just be like i i I, I have been rationalizing it in my brain of like everybody's just on their own journey and some people just have a lot of comments on someone else's journey instead of mm-hmm. just reacting to their own. And there mm-hmm. are a lot of people whose journey is like, uh oh, you became the villain. But <laughs> there's a lot of people who yeah. are just like learning from their experiences and making these mistakes and, and growing up. They're just doing it For in sure. front of us. And uh being in the music scene it's like a lot of them are doing it through their music too so we're literally yeah. like listening to them and hearing them and and watching them grow up in front of us and we're <laughs> holding them to standards we wouldn't want to be held to and holding them to standards oh. we wouldn't hold anyone we know up to and it's, yeah, you're it's... probably right um but like you know what it is what it is i'm not going to complain i'm i want to i want to play i want to play music for a living so if that's if the people make the rules, you know, I'm going to play mm-hmm. ball, whatever it is. But like, I, 
it's not hard for me to play ball really so you know i don't i don't have any no i it's like i it, it's like i said nine out of ten people in your in the bands you like are people are always asking me like what about this band are they jerks i'm like no people aren't really jerks or like <laughs> like you know some people are i guess jerks i guess but like i don't it's none of the things you're worried about like trust me you trust me everybody finds out about fucking everything mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like and nine out of ten times people are are not doing anything wrong out there in the world but it's that being said it's important to i uh, just want to add it's important to listen to people if they did say something happened and uh you know always take everybody's words seriously for sure but 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 i think that uh uh, people should rest assured that from my experience there's there's more good guys and girls out there than in bands and people in general yeah yeah uh because i no. hate that rep i'm so sick of it oh, of i'm course. so sick of the rep so sick of it no it's yeah. it's it's saying like something bad happened here we're gonna keep looking for bad stuff that happened here yeah and it's like dude just and i don't stop. even want to be it's like i told you guys i'm trying to shed the whole pop punk thing anyway and that's not really why but you think that helps it does not <laughs> yeah nope it doesn't help doesn't help at all (laughs) so um yeah like bye i don't want to be attached to that Uh, that's kind of a deal with this band too you know um but so like you're kind of going this new direction to shed and get away from it and again i know we've talked about like kind of growing up and growing out of it so what can we expect so i saw that on twitter that you were posting about possibly shooting a new music video Mm -hmm. um so can we expect to see new things these new themes and this new kind of like updated yeah. side to you with yeah for that? sure yeah we shot the video actually last night um oh shit <laughs> or two nights ago two nights ago but um yeah for sure and like it's not a groundbreaking new side of me i don't think really i i it sounds like me there's some like music i'll tell you guys like musically there's some some like uh keyboards and synth sounds that i don't think man overboard would use and a lot of times we're using like programmed and electronic drums instead of acoustic ones for some portions of the song where Man Overboard probably wouldn't do that either. And that's like what I mean where I'm like, it's less like punk. There's also a couple songs on the EP that have like violins and shit where I'm not sure that Man Overboard would do that either. But it's like the same thing in the sense where it is just like it's me sounding like me singing songs that sound like songs I would write. Like, you know, and um, but yeah, in the video, I think you just see me and my band dance around and you'll see me sing the song and stuff. I don't, I think I probably look a little bit older. My hair is longer, but I don't think I changed that much. I tried to dance in our new video. I tried that cause I used to have like these moves. People used to, I used to get compliments on my moves. Like after man overboard shows, like sometimes people be like, I don't know about how you dance and like stuff like that. And I liked it. Like I really appreciated it. It was like, I loved being told that. Mm-hmm. So I tried to like, bust it out again and like be that in the new video you know so it's like i still want to be me you know i just don't want to i really am just trying to be like hey guys just don't make it so i have to like don't be weirded out if i don't have like a the most pop punk song in the world Mm -hmm. it's still gonna be like pop music and it's still gonna be like rocking or whatever you know what i mean (laughs) like i just i just want to be a little more have a little more room you yeah. want to have a dance off to the song. I, is what it I ends am up being. more about. I am very more into like a song that I write being danceable. I will say than Man Overboard ever got to really like express 
mm-hmm. for me personally. I'm real. I'm really into like dance music and rock. So like my whole life, I've loved like old like hard rock and like metal that, that have like straight like yep. fucking like. And I love techno. That's like <laughs> like I. <laughs> I like the idea of being able to, like, even to pop punk or to emo or something, like, shit with, like, so I, uh, yeah, it is kind of like what you just said, like, more man, it will be, like, kind of like Man Overboard with more of, like, a dance party thrown in. Hmm. So we're breaking say. the news that Zachary Ross and the Divine is basically just hard style, and... It's, it's hard techno. <laughs> hard techno. Oh, man. Uh, New so Jersey this... hard style techno. <laughs> New Jersey hard style. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which, Everyone's gonna yeah. think it's the other hearts on the LOL best seat you're in. <laughs> yeah. It's um we sound like Rob Zombie basically. Uh, okay, look. All right, that's look, listen, that's that, that works for me. That that that, that makes it's me a ba- it's highly a vibe. interesting. <laughs> yeah. We're like a mix of like Britney Spears and corn. Okay. That's a real wild But like at the same time I fe- I, I hear it. I know I what hear you it in my mean. Head. Yeah. Honestly. No joke, and we don't sound like this at all. We were like super baked, but we were in the studio, and I did say one day that I was like kind of serious. I was really high, but I was kind of serious. I was like, I feel like we're like a mix of like Guns N' Roses and Madonna. <laughs> and my bass player was like, um, n- like I know what you where? mean, but we're not. But we're not. <laughs> but we're not. I see how you think that. Mm-hmm. I do see how you think that, and you're not crazy. <laughs> But we're not. <laughs> I was like, cool. Point at music it. where it sounds <laughs> like Where it those. sounds like that. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like, I could make a case. I could. <laughs> I could. And like, that's the kind of thing I would love to see a Twitter argument about. And be like, no, I proved it here and here and now. Uh, Guns N' Roses, Madonna, that is what the new band I'll do it myself. I'll do it I'll myself. Do it. <laughs> Yeah. I the, will start the, the discourse. When the, when the record, when the song, that's the song with the video. When it's out, when the video's out, I'll be like, yo, so here, I'm going to explain to you guys how this sounds like Madonna. And then I'm <laughs> going to explain to you how it sounds like uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Article A, Madonna. And then <laughs> it'll be like, I'll be like, part, it'll be one of those things at the end of the tweet that says like one slash eight. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, like my God. Yes, of, the thread. Yeah, Red so slash I'll question mark. Then you're going to have to tag Anthony Fantano. He's a big, no, it doesn't. You're going to be like, actually, I will cause discourse with Anthony Fantano. Let's get, let's, Fantano's wrong on this one. Pre, pre wrong on this one. We know one. he's going to say it's wrong anyway. We're like, you know, yeah. dude, you are wrong. Fantano, you're wrong. He's wrong. Disagreement already. Uh, what are your, I, I don't know. I don't think you've announced anything about a touring plan or anything like that, but do you no. have any thoughts or feelings on what a tour looks like? What you, uh, what you're going to do for it? Or are you going to do yeah, you, like small venues or big thing? I, I don't know. Uh, we try to do, try to do, um, as both shows as we can, where we make as much money as possible. Fuck yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, honestly, I would like to support some bigger bands first, but, yeah, I'm touring with a full band. It's me playing guitar and uh, singing, and then bass player, a lead guitar player, and a drummer. For now, four piece like that. And uh, I think as the years go on, hopefully I would like to add 
maybe um, as time goes on, I'd like to add someone else playing guitar so I didn't have to sometimes. Or I would like to add someone who was on a keyboard because we're gonna have have a lot. We're gonna have a lot of stuff running like tracks and Pro Tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as it, but that's because that's like another expense. That's another person. So hopefully, as there's more, um, as the project goes on, I'd like to bring somebody to do that stuff live. Set somebody up on stage with a synth or keyboard or something but yeah we're gonna tour as much as we can i hope i don't know i can't like say specifically what yet but i hope we hit the road around november in america um for a few months we'll hopefully do like this whole country and when we come home from that i would like to get to work on the band's first full length because this is gonna be an ep that we're gonna come we're gonna drop an ep in august so um I would like to, you know, to, like I said, tour on that through the fall or the winter and then hopefully get, you know, some fans and stuff of this band got, uh, amassed and <laughs> and come home and have some people too excited that we are making a, a long record, you know? Yeah. A, a long, long boy. A long boy. A big boy. I feel weird starting <laughs> off with a big boy. I don't think you should. Like, I don't think I should right now. Like, it makes sense to get as much material out to amass those fans hashtag amass those fans but then you also like i assume probably want to make a project that is a more cohesive longer form project and uh i i believe firmly in the just drop a bunch of singles drop an ep drop a record and and whatever but like i do think there is still space for musicians to make a longer piece of art that stands on its own and all of it goes together to make one like cohesive project and not just dropping a bunch of drop your poppy songs put them all out give me as much as you have because i'll listen to all of it but also like if you're like i want you to get heady with this this record i'm like okay let's go let's have it yeah i I almost feel like i have to earn that with people like like i'm trying to start a whole new band it's got a new name what the fuck is the divine like why should you why should i think that you why should i expect 35 40 minutes of your time mm. i don't know if i really should yet <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i think i should be stoked if you have a couple single like this summer my immediate future i think i should be stoked if you have a couple singles of ours like on your on one a few of your playlists and that i should be stoked if you get our ep and then hopefully you're gonna come see us on a tour and you're gonna be like man i love their ep and they ruled live i love that band and if you didn't follow us on everything by then you'll start to follow us and you, then i and then maybe then around then i would feel more comfortable like uh, it's like your longer form it's, mm. you're asking for more of their attention at once mm. it's kind of who the fuck are you to me like who are you zach who are you to just walk back into my spotify after <laughs> not putting out board for five years and then just being like oh i should listen to 12 fucking songs of yours right now like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna that's what i think it would be like that's how i imagine it but it's like oh he has an ep cool <laughs> i've got i've got you know 15 minutes but i don't have yeah, four or five we can get through it and we can we can like vibe check it yeah yeah we can vibe check it on the way to the gym whatever <laughs> Like, oh, I'm driving over to the grocery store. I'm just going to pop on, you know, this 15 minute EP and go, oh, shit. Now I want more. I want I want 30 minutes. I want 45 minutes. And now it's like (laughs) now you want it. I'd rather make the record when you want it. If I know, (laughs) 
You know what I mean? It's an advertiser. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an advertiser. You think you're hungry. You think you're hungry, but you're not hungry yet. I want yeah. you to be hungry. You'll be really hungry. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like that sounds like a perfect way of like telling somebody like I'm gonna make you a record and you're gonna be hungry for it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sit down. You're gonna have a delicious meal. We're you gonna start it. with an appetizer. And after that, we're gonna have to serve. It. It's the same thing. I mean, it's a. I'm kind of like, this is what you. Uh, I'm giving you. You 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 thought this is what you wanted, so here it is. And then a few months later. Oh, by the way, here's what you actually want. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, damn, this rules. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, that's my plan. So that's, we'll see if it works. It's going to work. I, I, I think the plan's going to work. Yes. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. We're almost at an hour. We are going to hang out over on Twitch with our friends hanging out over on Twitch. Hi, Twitch. Uh, and answer any questions we got over there. But before we do that, I want to make sure that everybody who's listening knows where to find all this stuff when it's released and when sure. uh, you announce a tour, when you announce this, this EP and all this good stuff, uh, where can everybody find you on the internet? Where can everybody follow you? Where can everybody uh, give you their best music takes? Their, you guys can find me take. on Twitter. Um, it's Zach overboard without the E Z A C O V R B O A R D. And I can't change it because then I won't be verified anymore. True. Um, and then I got to keep it a hundred, right? And then um, Instagram is underscore Zachary Ross underscore. Pretty simple. And um, that's my shit. You guys can find me there. Those do also, I should say, function as the band's thing. We're not like nah, making new a new account and begging you to follow it and uh, doing any <laughs> of that crap. Like just follow me and you'll be good. And um, yeah, I, I think I'm Zachary Ross 420 on Twitch, but I don't use it a lot right now because I'm doing so much with the band stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Instagram and Twitter is the best way to get in touch with me for sure. Do you and think, to follow uh, the band. Do you think anything like, like, have you considered anything you could do with the band on Twitch? Yeah, for sure. We just need to get, uh, or just to uh, apart from each other. I, I can think of stuff we can do. Once the ball's rolling a little bit more, we still need to, I look at that as fun activities we can do once everything, once the infrastructure's, the, everything's up and running a little bit more. Yeah, we have a what few if, more dots to, and crosses and, you know. What if we just play a big game of Among Us together on Twitch? That works. Yo, <laughs> something easy like that. I'm trying to bring back Among Us. I miss it so much. Yeah, good luck with that. I think everybody is over it. It's it's so hard. Okay, uh, this is going to sound offensive to a lot of people, but it is so hard to keep people in their house right now to just play video games. Yeah, well, hey, not me. Um, You might have you might have trouble getting me to stay home and play Among Us. I'll be honest with you, but I'm a really big gamer. I'm so I I love I love I'm surrounded by I have a PS5, I have an Xbox Series X, I have a gaming PC. I play everything. Most I mostly play uh, fighting games though. It's like my shit. What's your what's oh. your game what's your game right now then? It's always Street Fighter, but then um <laughs> what's rotating is I've been playing the new Ninja Turtles game, Shredder's Revenge. Okay. That game is awesome. <laughs> um I play the Evil Dead game mm-hmm. and I've been playing um Microsoft Flight Simulator, actually. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No, people went nuts for that for a while and like yeah, it's, it's still kinda cool. in rotation. 
Yeah, it's really cool. And yeah, just always a lot of Street Fighter. I, I play Street Fighter. I get in a few matches of Street Fighter every day of my life. I just hop in for a little bit. Like online or just like? Mm-hmm. No, okay. yeah, like rank, ranked as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like I love I, Street Fighter. I grew up a huge Mortal Kombat fan and like cool. used to I like play Mortal Kombat all too. the time as a kid. And now like I played 11 and I was like, Dude, what the fuck is going on? Why? Why? Liu Kang? Why? Raiden? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's uh, there. I love Mortal Kombat too. There, there'll probably be a new one this year, and there'll be a new Street Fighter because Mortal Kombat I think turns thirty or thirty-five in mm. October. So I imagine they're gonna make like a really bang and try to make a really big deal out of this game that's supposed to come out. But I um. could nerd out about that stuff like forever, forever and ever. Well, we will. Uh, also, they did announce a new Street Fighter, so that may be uh, coming soon. Yeah, Street Fighter later. 6. Yeah. That's, coming in, that's not coming until 2023, though. Which, like, I saw it, and I'm like, weren't all of these the exact... Like, like for me, it's always the characters, because Super Smash Brothers is obviously the fighting game that I play way more often yeah. now. But it's, like, it's all about the characters, and when you're just, like, showing me the same Street Fighter characters, I'm like, wait, is this new? Or, like, like what, is, what is new? Yeah, I mean, I I see it differently because I look at so much Street Fighter that I'm like, <laughs> my jaws on the fucking floor. Yeah, yeah Street Fighter six. <laughs> but like, it's a hey, yeah. If it's not like your main thing, it's you're gonna be like, eh, whatever. Age of the game. I think about Street Fighter. I said this to my boy earlier today. I think about Street Fighter six every day of my life. <laughs> the one that's not coming. Out. I wake up in. I swear to God, I wake up in bed. Ever since they announced Street Fighter Six, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Ah, Street Fighter Six isn't gonna come out until 2023. Sucks. And then I just look <laughs> at the ceiling. And then I open, take out my phone, and I go on YouTube and I watch videos about Street Fighter Five. <laughs> and then I go, I guess I'll play Street Fighter Five. And then I get on Discord with my friends and I go, and then I talk to my friends about Street Fighter Six. They don't really play Street Fighter Six, but I'm like, in Street Fighter Six, you'll be able to. And this and this, and then I'm like ah, and then I kind of move on with my day. That's like the first hour. That's, That's like hour almost a meme. It's like find somebody who thinks of you as much as Zachary <laughs> thinks of Street Fighter. Yeah, you need to. Everybody could benefit. I need to find someone who thinks of me the way I think of Street Fighter Six. I would be so happy if I did. And she was we all saw, cute. We saw on, on your Twitter. You said somebody was catfishing, pretending to be you. Yeah, a, a, fr- a girlfriend of mine, a friend of mine who's a girl, showed me the uh, account, and it was a different name, and uh, it, but you know, it didn't say like I'm the guy from Man Overboard or anything, but it was four pictures of me, mm. <laughs> like sure as shit me, but mm. I don't care. I don't really care. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't. What is what is what? What? I got bigger <laughs> things to worry about than one person. Right. I doubt it works does anything for this person yeah i think they should be themselves you're just but. gonna wait until they message you you're like hey i'm in too deep in this relationship they're asking me to send Please a help. photo could you do me a solid um see this is what i mean when i say i'm no angel i'll be like hmm how much money have you checking account right yeah. now yeah if yeah, they're scamming fair. you can scam i would be yeah, yeah. i'd be like legally hmm. i would okay i would tell them i want X amount of dollars right now, X amount of dollars on the month for the next four months. Then on the fourth month, I would tell the girl. Yeah. 
We're going to block this Actually, part out of the podcast so that nobody can get on this. Uh, nobody will know no, this is going to happen I and then it'll be taken. I wouldn't tell the girl after four was fucked up. I would tell I would be like, I would, you let me get money to help you. And then money, I'd be like, cool. And then I would just block him and tell the girl immediately and keep his money. <laughs> oh, my God. And I would text her and be like, so now that I got all this money, <laughs> you doing anything? <laughs> You're like I am the real guy from Man Over. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that would be cool. What a story! What a story! That that's, cool. that's a whole like lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah. If only something cool, cool stuff like that actually happened to me, but it never does. I mean, we can. I mean, I hope that people aren't something. Yeah, but I also hope people aren't stealing your identity out there like all the time. I do too. I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I really don't. I don't think I've reached that level of whatever. Where there's I mean, a lot of people out there trying to be me. That's why I thought it was so funny. I mean, if if it was something that was happening all the time, I probably wouldn't post about it because I think it would come off like a stealth brag. But mm. I'm like honest. I'm like honestly like wow. <laughs> you know, like you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just like you can't be that bad looking just like your hair yeah. no. uh, well let's uh let's move the conversation over to twitch and talk with all the people hanging out over there uh but if you're if you're listening to this make sure that you go and and check out zachary ross and the divine under zachary ross's <laughs> socials on the twitter and on the on the on the instagram and uh, if you if you find him on uh, a dating website, just make sure to ask him about Street Fighter Six. And if they say was Street Fighter Six, sure then you know they're, they're lying. You know it's a fake. Make sure it's yeah. Okay, that's what you're saying. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good way. <laughs> it's if like Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I love that game. Be like, a Street Fighter Six isn't out yet. You just failed the test. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Who are you? What yeah, you be like, oh, I'm just playing Street Fighter Six. What are you doing? That's how you <laughs> this, this man's a liar. This is a liar. Mm-hmm. Liar account mm-hmm. report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. no, I, that was the only time I ever saw that happening, so I don't think it's a regular thing. Good. People Good. stealing me. Uh, all right, yeah. let's head over to Twitch. But uh, uh, in the meantime, Zach, thank you so much for hanging out yeah, with us thanks, on the pod dude. tonight. Hey, thank you guys for having me on the pod tonight. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, you know, just drop us a couple of, a couple of thumbs ups in the chat. Drop us a couple of five stars on the pod apps. Let us know if you liked it. Let us know if you liked us. It'd be cool if you liked us by now. If you've listened to us enough, you do. Hopefully. You got to the end of this to hear us saying this to you, which means that you are, uh, in fact, a real one. Uh, yeah, a beautiful you're person. An OG. It's a great human being from t to b all around well-rounded uh uh master of all trades uh you know you you could get to the level of a real ride or die but that mm-hmm. really depends on you continuing to listen to us yeah forever and, and dropping that five stars <laughs> yes drop the five defending emo social club and pop punk it's a bit of both we will be back next Monday with another episode. Uh, you can also check out our stream schedule over on Twitch, where we stream these live on Thursday nights. Uh, but with that, I'm Brian. 
And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Is the dab <laughs> coming back as the dance of the summer? <laughs> Never left, bro. Behind the scenes? You mean, ah! you mean the shit I didn't edit out. You mean <laughs> shit talking. You mean business. Everything I say has the energy of a podcast host because I am the host of a podcast. You are the white man pipeline. No. No. Why are you lying to yourself? Why are you lying to everybody on the recording?